This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. I have two road rage stories, each involving a machete. One's in North Dakota and one's in Florida. What the hell, man? Don't touch that dial. A uh, man in Lake County under arrest for threatening a person with a machete. It's like a transformer radio dial there. It was it. supposed to be a machete. Got it. We don't have a lot of budget, you know. Yep. Yep. Tell me about it. Freaking broke. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Groveland police officers say the whole thing is believed to be a road rage incident. The initial encounter between uh, two people happened um, on a state highway. And it ended eight miles uh, uh, from there at a Shell gas station. Mm. The victim told Groveland police a man, later identified as Abel Senqua, 56, had been following him aggressively since he merged off the highway. Pulled off to the gas station, felt it was a safe place to stop. Security footage of the gas station showed what happened next. Hold on. Hold on to your ass. They saw that the suspect exited his vehicle and walked towards the victim with what appeared to be a machete. Man, if you're pulling a machete out, that is super small penis road rage. Suspect got about halfway to the victim's car and then the victim was like, oh, hell no, and drove away. Good for you. That's why you can, uh, when computers take over driving our cars, we can just roll down the windows and hand-to-hand machete combat (laughs) rolling right down the road. Yeah. It's like the chariots coming at each other, yeah. Um, so they got him. Let's see, security footage. Charged with aggravated assault. Huh. It would be better if you were a gentleman if you just drove down to a parking lot and challenged a man to a duel with a machete, like man to man, mano a mano. Or you just like the old days. Go about your day. Fair enough. And realize that sometimes people make mistakes. Fair enough. A Fargo man faces an array of charges after police say he used a machete to smash vehicle windows and ram two vehicles with his own. Jesus. I know. Nathaniel Chad Graywin, 35, um, appeared in Cass County District Court. Oh, my God. That reminds me of a shirt we had growing up, and it said, where the hell is Cass County? Uh, two counts of aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, and terrorizing. All felonies. So it's not good. Um, misdemeanor charges of driving under the influence. It is North Dakota. Um, so Graywin took a knife and machete and smashed a vehicle's passenger windows. A man fled in that vehicle, but Graywin chased him down in his vehicle and rammed the man's vehicle. Graywin then drove back to a gas station Rammed into another vehicle that had a person in it. He got out of his vehicle and smashed the windshield of the other vehicle with the machete. He then went inside and threatened another person. They found weed on him, and he was arrested shortly after the incident. Uh, Acknowledged using meth. Treated for cuts to his hands. Well, yeah, that's what happens, dude. Um, So he's got a bunch of charges coming at him. Remain in custody. Man, I'm trying to think of what I got to use against a machete-wielding maniac. I guess I got my ice scraper, the one with the long handle. Well, if you're in the car and they're not, yeah. you just drive. Yeah, right. I mean, if, I, if I'm if i feeling 
Frisky. Don't engage. Confrontational. Don't engage. (laughs) Just trust me. What else do I have in there? Oh, no, I've got my golf clubs in there. I could whip out my driver. Now I'd whip out my three wood. It's used. I'm going to screw my driver up. Yeah. I could. could, uh, What's Tiger's wife? Elon. I could Elon him with my seven iron. I think I could handle. I I think that'd be fair. Seven iron versus machete. Uh, A couple of rowdy swashbucklers out there in the Middle East, Washington Avenue going at it. I think you got the reach with the golf club. Yeah, your mom said I got the reach. No, she didn't. That's exactly opposite of what she said. Bam! Trust me on this. I it got... was less of a bam and more of a... <laughs> no, I got the reach. That's what I heard. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really crazy video floating around. I'm going to put it on the JJM Morning Show page. Uh, there's an explanation for it, but it's still pretty spooky. So there's security footage that shows a flock of birds like suddenly oh, falling I, from the sky. I just saw that post. Yeah. What happened some now? Of them, some of them die, but some of them fly back away. So several dead birds were discovered early February 7th. Um, bum, 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 all over the streets. Pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, the video, which has been shared widely on social media, shows the cloud of blackbirds suddenly crashing to the ground. Some appear to have survived the fall, and others are seen flying away, but many were left dying in the streets. Uh, damn. A, a vet who responded to the scene at the request of authorities indicated that the birds may have died as a result of inhaling toxic fumes from a nearby heater or an overload from the power lines. I've read about the overload from the power lines uh, there, doing it to so me. There's not an airport, not a jet wash went by and blew them out of no. the sky, no? But if they flew through a bad cloud of toxic fumes, I mean, they're birds. They're sensitive. That's like uh, the China Olympics, that one American uh, freestyle snowboarder. She flew into the cooling tower and died from exposure, nuclear explosion. (laughs) Tragedy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like that thing. Remember in 2020, we had in Pennsylvania, a bunch of the birds fell out of the sky and it was like something out of oh, a movie. Oh, very, very apocalyptic. Yeah. Man, if you want to watch a really weird movie, watch, uh, uh, uh forget the name of it. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the hot take. What, what's her name? Who was married to Bruce Willis? Why am I forgetting her Demi? name? Demi? Yeah, Demi Moore. Uh, the Seventh Seal? Oh, yeah. Great movie. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Great movie. Um. The dude, uh, who I think is supposed to be Jesus, super creepy. He's got that pock face. I forget his name. Yeah. I I watched that movie at probably too young of an age. Um, yeah, but, I can't remember the uh, the nuance of it, but she, her baby was, was her baby going to be Jesus? I don't remember. I don't remember. Because the seven seals are broken and then that's what starts... The, yeah, the end of the rapture. The rapture, right, right, right. right. Because the the but her baby had to be born to save it, did it not? The moon turned blood red. Yeah, and what was that kid in jail they killed? That that kid. Oh man, I got to go back and watch it. I loved it though. I just haven't seen it forever. That was a creepy movie, man. Super creepy. I love her. So you can rule out government experiment. Uh, no airport. Um, Solar flares, uh, title change, the moon fall. Uh, no, it's just something that happens sometimes. 
Don't freak out. Whatever you do, don't freak out. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. What's going on? Hello. But um, the uh, Iditarod training is uh, on, and a uh, lady was on training, and a moose attacked her Iditarod sled dog team oh no what injured four dogs stood over the dogs and stomped on them in anchorage large bull moose spent more than an hour stomping on the sled dog team of a rookie iditarod musher in the wilds of alaska and the attack didn't even uh, end after bridget watkins emptied her gun into the moose did you see the picture of this thing that moose about two stories tall Look at the size of that thing. Yeah. Just full of lead and pissed off. <laughs> I I want nothing to do with that thing. Our hollow point is weak. Dude, she emptied her gun. Emptied her gun. Yeah, you got to have... Uh, I am never sled dogging without my Desert Eagle 50. <laughs> I'm going to have one on each hip. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the, the moose wouldn't leave and the ordeal stopped only after she called friends who helped showed up with a high powered rifle shot and killed it with one shot. We need like a 50, 70 there. She needs to reevaluate what kind of weapon she's yeah, taking out. No with, doubt I suppose. about it. But man, them poor dogs. That sucks, well, dude. Worst case scenario. The moose won't leave. Spend the most uh, horrific past 24 hours of my life. Mm-hmm. Days after, uh, later, her four dogs are on the men, back training with the others. The dogs were tangled. She cut six loose. Four were tied together, tangled, and the moose just stood there and stomped on them. Jesus Christ. I didn't know. This isn't what I was planning for, but these dogs and myself have trained for so long. When I went back, walked back out to my dog yard, I have 12 perfectly healthy dogs out of the 16. And all they want to do is run. How do I tell them no? Hard to run when you're getting stomped on. Uh, are are moose generally uh, big haters of dogs or bad timing? Bad time. I know they're mean. I know that. I know. Also, know they're very tasty. Have <laughs> you ever had moose? Oh, dude, they are very tasty. Watkins said the attack first reported by the Fairbank Daily News uh, happened while she was on a fifty-two mile training run for the thousand-mile Iditarod sled dog race. Which starts uh, in a couple of weeks here. All right, look. Uh, he charged me. I emptied the gun, and he never stopped. I ran for my life, prayed I was fast enough to not be killed. He trampled the team and then turned for us. Moose will react to dogs as they would wolves, and they will go out of their way to charge or stomp a dog that barks at them or chases them. There you go. Dogs charged by moose often run back to their owners, which is bad news for the owners. <laughs> Yeah, you hear that that and uh pigs and and grizzly. I mean, just you got to have the right gear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take a freaking rocket launcher with you. Jesus Christ. That's a nightmare. Poor lady. Well, it's a good thing she had a friend near. And it, it sounds like they hid uh behind a snowmobile and then the thing stopped and then went back for the dogs. So I don't know, maybe it thought the snowmobile was indestructible <laughs> uh last state troopers almost uh, sent a helicopter out but uh was told the moose was dead so the dogs lived and they get moose stew well that's gonna be delicious 
Not the first uh, moose attack. 2016. Zirkel. Four-time winner Jeff King attacked. Oh, attacked by a man on a snowmobile. <laughs> what? Another famous tale of a musher's run-in with an angry moose happened in 85 when Susan Butcher came across one while she was leading the race. She used her axe and parka to fight off the moose, but it killed two of her dogs and injured 13, and a musher came out of nowhere and killed the moose. Holy crap. Dude, the only option is to hunt moose to extinction. Clearly. Uh, she came back and won, later won in four Iditarod races. It's kind of a show-off. <laughs> I drug a moose all the way across the finish line, 900 miles. <laughs> she crosses the finish line. She's got the moose head on her. Uh, well, this is, uh, she said, no musher would ever travel with a rifle or a large caliber gun, instead preferring to scare off animals with a flare gun. Well, uh, yeah, how'd that work out? She said with the jostling of the sled, they don't trust larger guns from going off. I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe. You're telling me there is not a sling you can have on your back. Well, a scabbard. The... I got a scabbard I had used to have on my saddle. Right. There's nothing. Nothing's moving. Right. If you have it secured, it's. she sounds kind of nitwitty. People have a lot of negative comments about uh, what I should or should not have been doing, but they're not the people. Well, a lot of people don't like sled dog because they think they're yeah torturing the animal. Yeah. It's not that I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared to kill a moose. <laughs> I was armed. Just not armed enough. 380. Yeah, that's not going to do it. She since upgraded to a larger caliber firearm after it didn't stop the moose. Yeah, you ain't going to find me in the freaking wilderness without a, a rifle capable of killing a moose and a grizz. Come up and up. What if a moose and a grizz are walking down the trail Dude, together? Dude, nope, nightmare situation. <laughs> and then the and then the Australian spider, the huntsman, the huntsman comes down out of a tree. Oh, for Christ's sake! Nope, this is the worst adventure ever. Worst dog race in the history of the world. <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Louise, alrighty. Feels good. Steer it up, little darling. Steer it up. Come on and steer it up. It's be a good theme song for our coffee drinking break. We, you and I, like to do on the air. Oh, dude! Stir it up. Just add a little creamer and. Do it, man. It's been a long, long time. Got you on Pencil this in for tomorrow. <laughs> Two minutes and 51 seconds of less work we have to do. Yeah. Every little bit matters, dude. <laughs> All right, so there's a story about this uh, trip these people took. We'll talk about Super Bowl commercials here in a little bit. We're waiting on our phones to get fixed, and then we got to talk about Super Bowl commercials, so. Apologize for that. Uh, there were some Brit, some Brits high on the weed during the Bob Marley tour that uh, had a bad trip. They freaked out, tried to jump out of the out of the tour bus oh, no. in a paranoid meltdown. 
sure what it sounds like. British tourists allegedly try to grab the handbrake of a moving coach and leap from the vehicle while suffering a paranoid meltdown <laughs> after smoking weed on the Bob Marley tour in Jamaica. Mm. Uh, Holidaymakers spoke on how they thought they were going to die as the mom and daughter lunged for the driver while on a bus trip to the Caribbean island of Jamaica. Bob, of course, buried up in Nine Mile up on the hill there in the mausoleum. You ever been? No. I think they buried him with a guitar and a big bag of dope. Well, that seems appropriate. I think that's, I think that's how he's laying there. The pair from Essex said to have been under lock and key because I assume people would love to get a hold of that guitar. Although I don't think any pot smoker worth his uh, salt would stand by and let somebody desecrate the grave of the great Bob Marlin. Oh, no. There's a coat of the road there. Special place for those folks. The pair from Essex are said to have been smoking weed and uh, uh, eating rum cake before boarding the uh, coach back to their hotel in uh, Montego Bay. Witnesses described this to the Sun online how the pair became increasingly agitated to the point where they began to scream about how they were being kidnapped. And to further complicate matters, social media posts for the family during the meltdown falsely alleging they were being sex trafficked. The posts ended up spreading like wildfire on the Twitter and Instagram. The daughter has since posted on Instagram that the family are safe and the matter was a misunderstanding. <laughs> These rookie numbers. Rookie, rookie, rookie smokers. But furious holiday makers have told the Sun Online how the viral posts are giving Jamaica a bad name. Said they want to correct the rubbish being spread that, that weed's an evil, evil ditch weed. It's claimed that weed triggered a paranoid episode, which culminated with the mom and daughter attempting to uh, tackle the driver, pull the handbrake, and leap out of the tour bus. The bus is carrying tourists from the UK on a coach trip during Dunn's Falls in Bob Marley's house. It eventually dropped off terrified tourists at their resorts after the 90-minute trip from hell, the driver being hailed as a hero. The mom and daughter are said to have smoked a joint at the Bob Marley Museum at Nine Mile, the tour's final stop. i kind of like to get a hold of some of that. Before boarding the bus, the mom allegedly started to claim there was a plot to kidnap them. What in the hell? What followed was chaos as the bus tried to navigate the winding 60-mile trip. And those roads are right, yeah. death-defying to begin with. You don't need somebody giving you a chokehold trying to keep the bus on the road. I like even from St. Lucia, I remember those roads were so scary and the drivers were just oh, they, yeah, they're, whipping all over them. They don't care. It became so bad, apparently, I even thought the other Brit tourists on the bus were involved in the plot. Daryl Smith, who was on board the bus with his wife Gemma, told the son online how he turned to her and said, I love you as though they were going to die. Ah. Uh, the couple were on the same Bob Marley tour, but uh, were staying in a separate hotel. He said the whole tour group all had a great day. He explored the countryside. Things turned dramatically when they got back to the bus. Joe said the woman became uh, delusional, tried to break open the bus doors as it was still moving, traveling up to 60 miles an hour. I do not. There, this can't just be weed. Uh, the mom started screaming, stop the bus. As we restrained her, the daughter jumped over the front seats and tried to pull the handbrake. I literally grabbed her legs and pulled her back, but she then pushed back. Luckily, the doors didn't open outwards, or we would have both been gone. Uh, they had to pull them off of the bus driver and restrain the two. At one point, the mama said to have opened the bus window and attempted to leap out. Let her go, man. Yeah. But she bumped her head, leaving a bloody gash on her eye. Yeah, that's not weed. 
No. What the hell? That's a lot to do. If you're stoned. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesus. I usually go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know how uh, my brain just is uh, wired different, man. Give me enough rum and uh, enough doobie, and I'm just, I'm zonked. I'll yeah. G- I might giggle in my sleep a little bit, but other than that, that, that might be the most action you get out of me. Like, if you're getting stoned and doing that, you're using weed wrong. Right. I think something was in the rum cake. Remember me and my uh, edible? Oh, yeah. But I took. Do you remember you and your edible? Nope. I remember how big it was. Yeah. It was about the size of my foot. I was gnawing on it like a rib. And everybody telling you not to eat the whole thing? I mean, I've had some bad weed in Jamaica. I mean, but I don't. I'm pretty uh, low maintenance. Just get it from the bus driver and be done. But bad weed as in not good weed, right? Right, like, exactly. Like weak. Like I'm not really getting too high here. Not bad weed as it, in you lose your mind. Right. It's like It kind of smells funny, and that's fine. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just a higher quality up there. It's the only place, uh, technically, I believe it's legal in Jamaica. Although they did decriminalize small amounts of it throughout the island. Maybe they had a bad banana. I don't know. Possibilities are endless, but weed ain't to blame. <laughs> That's the only reason we read the story. Weed ain't to blame. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. Don't worry. Be happy, said the bus driver. The bodies were flying <laughs> out the window. Blood dripping from God them. mighty people. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. I love this story so freaking hard. Two sisters, uh, both adults, recently got into a drunken brawl in a section of Disney World called Disney Springs. Bunch of shops and restaurants and such are there. So one sister is 29 and one is 31. They're both from Jersey. They were having dinner with the fam dam, and then they went to an Irish pub for some drinks. And that is when it all went downhill. That's not the same as uh, Drink Around the World at Epcot. Is it a different thing? That's the same thing, isn't it? I it's Disney Springs. Okay, because we got kicked out. And it's an Irish pub. Yeah, that's the one we got kicked out so of. So I don't know. For dropping F bomb. Uh so they were trying to get home around midnight, but I guess their phones were dead. So a security guard called them an Uber, but the Uber driver refused to take them because they were so drunk. Yeah. Then, for some unknown reason, booze, the two sisters turned on each other. The older one called the younger one a bad mom and slapped her. Then they started throwing punches. Yeah! At some point, the younger sister puked on the ground. (laughs) Now, security tried to separate them, but they got free, and they charged at each other. Oh, my goodness. They slipped in the puke and fell into the bushes. This all happened outside the Cirque du Soleil tent. That should be, they had a charge for that ride. Slip and slide on your vomit. The younger sister then took her dress off. (laughs) (laughs) So all she had on was underwear and sandals, no bra. Oh, yeah. They continued to fight, tits a-flopping. Oh, yeah. 
They got arrested for battery and domestic violence. But the DA is like, I'm not going to pursue the case. Charges were dropped. Yeah. What in just, the just, ever living? They want to get you out of, just get you out. And, <laughs> yeah, get out of the you, state. You're on your own. That's amazing. Dude. <laughs> Their own vomit. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. They could have picked it up and threw chunks of their own vomit at each other. Man, oh man. That is impressive, I dude. know. I thought we were assholes. No. <laughs> we're nowhere near. Who would have thunk? Their own vomit. <laughs> well, the drink around the world is, uh, that's a brutal day. Yeah. Of drinking at Epcot, if you've ever done it. I think that's Disney Springs. I think it's the same place. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't somebody, know. Somebody can correct me on that. Uh, but we were there, Greg, and Ski Ball was with us. And, I mean, we were flipping hammered, dude. Because we started at Ireland. Right. And ended up back at Ireland. And that's Greg bailed. Yeah. Greg couldn't even walk, put one foot in front of another. So they Ubered back. Oh, boy. And then that's when we ran into Jeff Rains. That's right. We're walking. We're trying to get out of there. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> we, I live here. It's like, you are not leaving. We're, we're going back in. So there's another couple hours, and that's when we got kicked out. That's when we got the boot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> then we went over to Germany. And somehow with their surveillance, they're really good. Because as soon as we walked into Germany to get beer, uh, they kicked us out, too. So once you're kicked out of one... You're out. Your drinking privileges. I know it, it was for swearing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We were. Uh, yeah. We were. Because uh, Ireland was a is a pretty big. Well, you know, you can have kids there. I assume some of the small children have to drive their parents home after they've been drinking all day at Disney Springs. That's the America I know. And but love. you don't need a ticket for Disney Springs. You just walk in and get hammered. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Sounds like that's what they did. Lost a lot of good men out there. 29 and 31 years old, and you're taking your dress off and slipping in your own puke. I think Chris, Christy and Sharon Bear had like, we got to France, and that's when they started dropping off. They were slamming champagne at France. <laughs> no. Nope. I remember Sharon goes, I've never had a glass of $20 champagne. This is great. I have to go lay down now. I was uh, at the pool. You're at the pool. Yeah. Well, I would uh, I would recommend it. It is cool. It is it, it, it is like going to uh, while you're traveling around the world and and beer. I don't know if you'd ever find anywhere else, but and it's not just their mainstream stuff. I think it's some good beer. China, China, France, Germany, uh, Japan, Ireland, Germany, Canada. I bought some shirts at Canada. Canada. Yeah, you you walk around this giant lake and you just you're just trashed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do that when I'm not in Florida. So, I the more I talk, the more this seems this vomit fight seems very normal to me. <laughs> right? Hey, the phones. Okay, are, this is not on, even hey, close. Phones are working. Uh, hello, check one two. Yes, hey, uh, Disney Springs is completely different from Epcot around the world. Disney Springs is separate, and it's almost like a nightclub type thing. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's completely different, but you can get hammered equally in both. both. <laughs> and I assume I assume you're the uh, you you have experienced all of this. Well, yes, mildly, not as much as you guys. Never been kicked out. I'm impressed. <laughs> Well, that's one word for it. I want to say it was it wasn't me, but I think uh, I think it was a lot of me. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it was go, quickly uh, getting out of control. Uh, yeah. So Disney Springs is that close though to drink? To, okay, is, is drink around the world Epcot? Yes, it is. Okay, got it. And that's how far away is Disney Springs? Uh, oh, I went. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, not di- too close. Though, not too close. Disney Springs. We went there. It's like a little town. Yeah. Okay, we went there too. I forgot about that. Uh, I took yeah. my mother there in Florida when we were there. That, yeah, that's a good place for your mother. Not yeah. exactly. <laughs> but we also had a designated driver, so that was good too. Yeah. All right, okay. Very nice. Thank you. Yep. Okay. God, I can't. That place is so big. I can't keep it all straight. Yeah, that's fine. I. Disney Springs has shopping. That's what that's like. High end. Yeah. Shopping stores. I'll let other people keep that stuff straight. I don't need to. Occupy brain space with it. Wow. What? It's not my scene, bro. Just got thirsty talking about all that. Dude, I know. But those were our two favorite places. We hated Disney. <laughs> but we loved Drink Around the World and Disney Springs. Less crowded mostly. So yeah. I think that's why more better more real you know, it wasn't <sighs> the crush of stupid children. Who'd have thought there'd be this many stupid kids at Disney? God. Be warned. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.